This week on Hot Girl Torah, Dara and I will discuss Thanksgiving, bringing people together, the good old days, and gratitude. Listen in and enjoy. Hey, everyone. Hey. I, so we missed last week for Hot Girl Torah because, why? I mean, it was just a crazy week last week. It was birthday week, so. Yeah, it was the birth week, so, you know, we just didn't have time. But I honestly, like, I missed it. Like, I, like, was doing my, like, prep for this earlier this week, and I was like, oh, my God, I miss talking to Emily about Torah. Me too. I missed it. It's, like, fun to record these. It it honestly really is. And then I love when people text us being like, oh, this is what I think about this topic, or it was really interesting to hear you talk about this. I love hearing from everybody after the episodes, too. Yeah, I really like hearing like people's opinions on what we talked about or like their thoughts on the pieces that we brought as well. I feel like that's like it's super cool when other people engage with the material. A hundred percent. That's my it feels so good that's to hear. Cool. Yeah, it, it, it's 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 like then it's like also getting people engaged in in tech study and Jewish study, which is fun. Totally. Absolutely. Um, I mean, going like moving from that my I was like just talking on the phone to my sister yesterday was it yesterday Mm -hmm. yesterday and I was saying like oh I'm so sad it's not my birthday anymore and she was like did you even listen to your own podcast and I was like true but then I was also thinking about it and how we talked about how we make our own time holy so like in reality I could make every day as celebratory and fun is my birthday so yeah I can be sad it's not my birthday anymore but I can also make every single day feel as good as that so true yes you can um I really like that how interesting yeah but it was fun to like hear from her and talk to her about the topics and get like people who I love and care about to like engage with me about Judaic wisdom yes the best birthday gift literally tell me more about how your birthday weekend was like give us a recap oh it was so fun it was on the whole week was so fun I I honestly feel so lucky to have such amazing friends and family in my life who like made it feel so special um so I'm really I'm really happy with how it went my party was so so fun I had such great friends come and celebrate with me it was just a really good weekend and week and I feel like it was especially good because I really tried to make sure that I like just went with the flow like even if there was shit that like didn't go my way like it's okay yeah I like that that's a good way like a good way to be I don't know sounds like a good weekend yeah it was awesome I I am missing it but I'm also thinking about all the exciting things that I have coming up for my next year Okay, I have to close the window. One sec. Okay, you're good. Okay, Dara. We have paparazzi. If you're listening to this, Sean, Katie, and Sam, you are my paparazzi. That's hilarious. So what are you doing for Thanksgiving? Um, I'm going home, and I'm not too sure like what I'm doing at home, but I'm just looking forward to going home and being in my bed um yeah no big plans so far do you have big plans yeah I'm actually by the time this comes out I'll have already gotten home but I'm actually coming home early and surprising my mom oh so I hope 
shout out mom if you're listening I hope that was a surprise and I didn't ruin it um (laughs) but both of my parents direct musical theater so both of my parents have shows this weekend so I didn't know that about your parents yeah I'm like a big theater girly like we used to own a production company when I was really little it's like a whole thing We, we should totally do an episode on like theater or like the arts absolutely yes I will have guests join oh like, me too in school I would love for all and everybody to be a guest on the show I feel like it could bring so much unique Jewish contribution to hear from so many people and hear about like their perspectives on commentary and you know it's like we bring such unique perspectives but like so many other people could bring so much more I agree it would be so fun Anyways, so I'm coming home. I'm going home like this weekend to see both of their shows. And then I'm going to be home for a bit. And the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, I have plans to see like all my old friends from high school. And by all, I mean like the three of them that I have. So I'm really excited for that. Fun. Very nice. And we're going to go out, celebrate, you know. I love that. Well, speaking of gratitude and thanksgiving um since thanksgiving's coming up and this is going to be our last episode we published before thanksgiving we figured that this week we'll talk about thanksgiving and judaism um so the piece of wisdom i have for this week is about bringing people together and welcoming guests so it's about the mitzvah of hachnasat orchim which means welcoming guests in hebrew um and it basically is a mitzvah to have people and host people um, in your space. And not only does it mean that it's a mitzvah to have people over, but it means that it extends to making people feel like honored and relaxed and valued when they're in a space with each other. Um, And so it's actually a mitzvah that groups of people can work towards together, which I think is really valuable because on Thanksgiving, we're maybe not we but there's like traditionally american families gather in large groups um and often like welcome guests such as family they haven't seen in a few years or like maybe a new member of the family like a boyfriend or girlfriend of someone's um and so i think it's really important that we talk about like how in judaism it's a mitzvah not only to host people at your house but like to make them feel hosted um, which is something we both have expertise in, actually. Now that I was just, out. I was just about to say, like, how much emphasis do we put on hosting in like our work at BBYO? Like, that's the whole. Th- I mean, that's so interesting that it's almost a mitzvah to be a good host. It is, and like, it's very like specific in that it extends to like bringing people in, not only like in physical ways, but other ways. Yeah. Well, I feel like that. Like all throughout high school, I had this really good friend who would have Shabbat every weekend at her house. And it was all they were always inviting anyone and everybody to come over for Shabbat. I love that. Yeah, that's like what it's all about, like the obligation, like to offer hospitality to others. um, Yeah. And then like to transform it not only into an obligation, but a pleasure. Do you think like hosting can become exhausting like is there a point where it's like the mitzvah is void because you're not enjoying it yes (laughs) well i mean it's probably exhausting to clean 
like after all those guests like I guess if you're doing it for the benefit of those who you are hosting then I think it is righteous no matter how you feel about it interesting do you have a big family Thanksgiving no small yeah like with family friends like not just my family we have like a huge family Thanksgiving I think there's probably what like 25 or 30 people are you looking forward to it yeah I love it I think when I was younger I took it for granted but as of recently I've sort of started to understand the value of spending time with your family like I think when you're like in high school and when you're younger you sort of take it for for granted but I think now I've started to realize how special that time is and I love it I love like gossiping with my grandmas and like hanging out with my parents and my sister um so yes I like it it is a lot but it's so fun and of course I get to drink so much wine so there's nothing bad about that I love that I mean come on you can't go wrong there exactly but I love how um it's considered a mitzvah to host people and I think that shows in Shabbat and also just like in the way that like Jewish people invite others to join like our practices and customs and and do them with us with like no expectation that they'll like convert or you know anything like that absolutely so when I was looking at what to bring for for today I was trying so hard to figure out what it was that I was trying to say. So when we were brainstorming our um, episode topics, we were talking about like, oh, Thanksgiving is sort of connected with reunions. And then I was thinking about, oh, okay, reunions is a nice topic, but also like reconciliation or sort of like looking back or reminiscing. And the only words that I could sort of put together that really described that was good old days so I'm like googling and like looking in like Jewish like wisdom encyclopedias like Jewish wisdom on the good old days (laughs) which like I love that which like honestly there was a good amount and when you really think about it Judaism has a ton to say about the good old days because of like how so much of our prayers and um like Jewish wisdom and stuff is about like what wishing for the return of the temple. Oh, true. We are always looking back on the temple. Exactly. So it's like as Jews, we are always reminiscing on the good old days, which I feel like during Thanksgiving, like I'm going to go and hang out with my old friends from high school. And like, I'm going to see so many people who I haven't seen in a year, two years, three years, five years. And, you know, to be doing a lot of that like oh in the good old days kind of thing you know yeah like reminiscing yeah so like judaism is 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 quite the reminiscing religion um (laughs) like when we when we like at the end of the torah service one of the prayers that we say basically says like uh, it says, return us to you and we shall return, renew our lives as in days of old, which is basically like bring us back to the good old days. Um, mm. And we say that every, basically every Torah service, every Torah, not basically, we say that every Torah service. 
really interestingly enough, I was doing research and I came across a really fascinating article. And then I realized this was written by my thesis advisor. No way. Yeah. So my thesis advisor was this incredible woman named Dr. Erica Brown. So Dr. Brown is an educator and an author um, and a consultant. Excuse me. And she, of course, aside from all of her other responsibilities, she was also my thesis advisor at GW. Um, Mm -hmm. But she has done um, so much writing and is like an incredible like Jewish educator and commentator, but um, I found something that she wrote on Lamentations 521, which was that quote that I said earlier that's in the prayer, that quote comes from Lamentations 21. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, so essentially Jews are like obsessed with memory and there is so much that could be said about how much memory affects Jews, especially um, in like these days these days with you know how much like the holocaust affects like modern day judaism and um how we consider ourselves like we are like the living memory of uh you know all of those who perish and you know that idea comes from so much more than just the holocaust mm-hmm. um and we and you know the uh, judaism is based in an oral history as well as a written history um and we are sort of uh living the memory of Uh, those Jews who came before us and, you know, the Jews of the Torah and all of that. Um, And that we are constantly like trying to relive the good old days and live in that memory. Mm -hmm. Reminiscing and wishing for the good old days can be really positive, but can also be like really harmful towards like progression and moving forward and like moving our religion and our like cultural community forward. I also think that, like, something really nice about Judaism is that, like, yeah, we do, like, focus a lot on the past. But I also think we look towards the future, like, something we always say in Passover is, like, next year in Jerusalem. Like, looking forward, like, next year in Jerusalem. And we're always... But that's that's always... I feel like that's being said because we're reminiscing on the temple like the temple in jerusalem so it's like next year in jerusalem but the hope really is saying like next year in jerusalem when we have our temple back yeah i guess that's true hmm well that's what i was gonna say i was gonna challenge you and be like what do you think about like that i mean so the second part of this is i also found there was like an 18th century rabbinical commentator that referred to a really interesting story about king solomon who said quote do not say that the former times were better than these for it is not out of wisdom that you ask this which is in ecclesiastes so basically he's saying like king solomon who's like a renowned king in jewish history um Mm. is saying like it's foolish to look in the past and if you are somebody who says the former times are always better than you're actually the foolish one um Mm. which i think is super interesting to apply to like modern day because i feel like in every generation you have people and the older generation is always being like oh well in my day like in my good old days things were better when it's like no in reality like our world is definitely better now like all the time all we hear is people saying like oh in my day or in the good old days or uh like 
I hear it in college all the time. Like when I was a sophomore, when I was a junior, blah, blah, blah. So I get it. Like, I totally see that. And it's it's interesting. And I can appreciate the fact that Judaism disagrees with itself. Like, yes, of course, I would like as a Jewish religion, we want to go back to the days of old. But also like when we wish for the days of old, we are also foolish in the sense that we are not valuing and being grateful for what we currently have, which is gratitude is the whole reason for Thanksgiving. Absolutely. Um, Speaking of gratitude, um, that's actually the next thing that we wanted to talk about for this episode. Um, Gratitude is so prominent in Judaism. I actually like I was thinking about things that I wanted to bring um, for this segment. And I think that you presented a segment uh, sorry, you presented like a piece on gratitude the first time we ever did Hawkgirl Torah at camp. Um, I forgot. I, I've, I don't know what exactly what it was, but I just remember that it was about gratitude. So that's what I was thinking about. Um, I, I brought something completely different, but I just wanted to point it out and was wondering if you remember. I'm pretty sure it was the quote that I want to get tattooed. Oh, the I am but dust and ashes. Uh-huh. And the, I literally wrote it like, that's the most ultimate gratitude quote, in my opinion. It's really like, okay, I am but dust and ashes. The world was created for me. It's like, okay, I look at the world was created for me when I need to remember that I should feel grateful for the world around me. And then when I'm feeling too high and mighty and I feel, you know, I need to check myself. It's also, I am but dust and ashes, but it's also like, I have gratitude for dust and ashes as well. Like yeah. I can be small and I can be calm and I can be reflective and I can also be so grateful for the world around me and and the world was created for me but also the world you know I am also a small piece of the world Mm -hmm. and both are valuable absolutely I'm glad you remember that because I didn't remember exactly the piece just oh it's it's the it is my favorite I think it is my ultimate favorite piece of Jewish wisdom. Of course, I would bring it up in the first Hawk Girl Torah. Like, that so checks. Yeah, that really does check. Um, well, speaking of gratitude, it is unfortunately not the piece that I brought for today. Today, I brought a piece from chapter 8 of Deuteronomy, um, verses 7 through 10. Um, not going to read it all because it's long, but it's from the part where um, God is like describing um everything that he created like in creation so just for example talks about a land with streams and springs and fountains issuing from plain and hill a land of wheat and barley of vines figs pomegranates a land of olive trees and honey like describing the land of israel um and i picked this because i read that the rabbis of the Talmud um, derived from this passage, the commandment to recite Birkat HaMazon at the end of a meal. Um, And because it says actually in the last verse, I believe it's verse 10, when you have eaten your fill, you give thanks to Adonai your God for the good portion of this earth that God has given to you. So they derived from that in the Talmud um, that it's a commandment to recite the Birkat HaMazon after 
a meal. Um, for those who don't know, Birkat Hamazon is like the prayer we say in Judaism after a meal to thank God for the food that we just ate. Um, and there are particular blessings for before you eat and for after you eat. This one is specifically for after you eat. Um, and I see a lot of value in the Birkat Hamazon and for saying thank you after you eat instead of before you eat. Not even instead of Maybe just like I see a lot of value in the after because it's after you've experienced it. It's like when people say thank you in advance. And I'm like, okay, you know? Right. Uh, it's like, what are you thanking me for when it's like I haven't done anything for you yet? Yeah, exactly. And like maybe like you don't know the standard to which I'm going to do something for you and you're already thanking me. So saying thank you after the meal is one of the commandments and I see a lot of value in it. I don't know. I grew up saying the beer Kahama zone, like in Jewish day school mm -hmm. after every single meal. Um, it's so like, would you say, do you think like sometimes saying thank you gets like overdone or there's like other better ways to give gratitude? I mean, I think now, yes, I do because I think we're entering the territory of the five love languages and mm like ways that different people like to show appreciation for others. Like I think everyone has their own way. Yeah. I think establishing like some sort of gratitude practice in your life can be really valuable. Um, like so the course that I'm taking right now in grad school, like mm -hmm. the second first or second class, um, my professor said that gratitude is like one of the most essential leadership practices, which I thought was so fascinating. And he said like as our homework assignment, it was like to establish a gratitude practice. Okay. Um, and he was like, um, you could do a gratitude journal or he was like, I have gratitude accountability buddies that he texts like every single day, just something nice. That's sweet. Which is really yeah. sweet. I feel like that can like really change your mindset. Yeah, um, I love that. That is so sweet. What is you like? What are you doing for your homework? Like, oh. have you done it yet? When's your class? <laughs> to be honest, I did not establish a gratitude practice, but I I also feel like I am I like have regular gratitude practices. I feel like yeah. I am. I look at my life through a lens of gratitude. I think that's like a skill I've been working on for a while. Yeah, and just I that. And just like choosing to look at things in a positive way is gratitude. Like even if it's like a situation that feels really shitty in the moment. Um, mm -hmm. I think for like for my birthday example, there were a few of my friends who couldn't be there. And it was mm -hmm. like, I am still so thankful that I have these people and their friendship in my lives and that they were thoughtful enough to like send a gift or, you know, call me or send me a text or post on social media, whatever it might be. Um, and even if it's not in a way that like I speak gratitude, like I know that that's, you know, them appreciating me and I can feel good and and feel feel gracious about it you know absolutely jewish prayer in and of itself is a practice of gratitude i think most jewish prayers and you might have more insight on this than me as you did go to to J jewish day school mm -hmm. but like almost all of the jewish prayers are like 
just giving thanks and having gratitude and remembering like like the birkat hashachar like the morning okay. blessing um uh it says like for the human body the physical world land to stand on and eyes to see with um and then like moda ani which is another prayer that we often say like in morning services it's like i start each day and i start each prayer service by thanking and being thankful for the world around me totally um i can confirm that as an alum of jewish day school pretty much all the prayers are like thank you god for this right <laughs> um i remember we used to do like moda'ani with like i helped teach hebrew school um, for kindergartners and fifth graders in high school and we used to ask the kindergartners like what are you thankful for and like that was their oh yeah like their like moda on the or whatever. right right which was really yeah. sweet it's like a fill in the blank like that's how we do it at I think you were about to say this at camp right I was just about to say my practice in my um like leadership class at camp was for the teens to at the end of every class we had a gratitude circle and I was like okay who has gratitude today and I would like make like five or six of them share like oh thank you Emily for being a good friend or thank you Dara for teaching us blah 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 and it was just I feel like it lifted the mood at the end of every session yes we did that too in the uh in the uh homeroom type class uh that I taught with my friend Lauren um, we did gratitude stickers at the end of every session where like everyone gets a sticker and then you give it to someone else in the group to thank them for something like if I, they make you laugh today or like said a cool idea or whatever. I love that. I, I really do believe that gratitude is a is a important leadership trait. Absolutely. It's essential. Just like uh, to be able to recognize what you have and appreciate it. Exactly. And then also like other people are going to. I, I think hear you so much better when you have gratitude for them or their work or their projects. Absolutely. Um, there was one other piece of wisdom from your fave, Pierre K. Avote, that says, who is rich and then answers those who rejoice in their own lot. Mm -hmm. um, because when you have a life uh, filled with gratitude you are giving thanks for everything that happens to you um, which I love I, I, even when something bad happens I feel like you can still have gratitude in the moment and looking at everything in life through a lens of gratitude I feel like can shift your perspective on so much I agree absolutely Pierre is my fave you're so right um and yeah, I love that quote, who is rich, those who rejoice in their own lot, like, so true, like, you are rich if you are happy with what you have, like, right. I guess gratitude is not spending any money at all. And being okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. Or being happy with what you have. Yeah, I agree. Being happy with what you have, being okay with what you have, like chilling. Yeah. is gratitude like just being being good like being like yeah i'm fine this is good yeah even not only with things but also situations totally yeah yeah do you think it's more less than like being okay with it or being satisfied with it 
I think being okay. I don't think you have to be satisfied, but I think as long as you're content, then you've achieved some sort of like stasis. Interesting. You have to be okay with, you know, and and feel good in where you are. You're right. With the homeostasis, that's what it is. Gratitude is I'm okay with where I'm at. I don't need more or less. Exactly. Like you don't have to be thrilled, but you just got to be chill. Like it's got to be okay. Right. Right. That's so, that's such good life advice. Doesn't always have to be uh, like um, amazing all the time. Feeling gratitude for the, the balance of life. I feel like will provide you the stability that, you know, will make you happy. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And in Judaism, we're offered that opportunity to have gratitude at every moment. It's so true. There's a prayer to thank God for every single thing. Wow. That's awesome. What a connection. So at your Thanksgiving this year, I hope that you have gratitude for all that you have in your life. I know I, I will. And I do every day. Absolutely. Me as well. I feel very grateful for everything that I have. I'm chilling with it. You know, I'm okay. Yeah, me too. Me too. And even when things don't go your way, they there's still so much in life that's, you know, has balance and feels good. And I'm grateful for those things even Absolutely. more than the things that, you know, don't go the way they should. I agree. A thousand percent. That's awesome. (sighs) Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for listening to Hot Girl Torah. We can't wait to see you next time. And we especially cannot wait to hear all of your thoughts. So DM, text, reach out. Make sure to follow at Hot Girl Torah on Instagram for our latest updates and that guest application if you want to come talk Torah with your two hot girl representatives otherwise have a happy thanksgiving for those who celebrate and we'll see you next time see you next time